Oh my god, shut the hell up. This 44th episode of We Are Legends, we discuss the new characters Beast Boy and Donna Troy, the reworked characters Nightwing and Raven, the alien gem blitz, the one year anniversary episode that's upcoming, and some patron reward changes. With me today is Ogre Barbarian. Due to popular request, Kage will not be joining us. So good to see you again, Ogre. It's been a long time. It has. Feels like forever. And uh, I know some people were claiming that they ran you off, but we were able to. Uh, Wrangle you back? <laughs> oh no! The only thing that's run me off is too much work. Yeah, we we didn't give you the boot like we gave Kage. <laughs> well, that's good to hear. Breaking news. Well, we have some breaking news today. There was a whole bunch of information dropped, and we'll go ahead and just get right into the new characters. The first one that both Ogre and I are extremely excited about is Beast Boy. Beast Boy! Now, I know his artwork on that one image was not the most <laughs> appealing. Appealing? But, yeah. <laughs> but he is, uh, his, power, his, his powers sound really awesome. So we'll kind of just go through them so me and Ogre can get live reactions as we talk about him. The first first ability he has is called Monkey Business. Damage to an enemy, gain one affinity resistance up, and apply one affinity resistance up to a random ally. And his legendary upgrade is Remove to Awareness from the Target. Not super excited for that, but it doesn't sound like a bad ability, at least. Okay, but this is his basic attack, right? Right. I mean, affinity resistance, we already know affinity resistance is a good buff to have. And the fact is, he only gives one. So, I mean... It's not in danger of proccing Wonder Girl because it doesn't give two, so it's not going to have the double damage effect taken. You know, I mean, it, it definitely is something that I think is worthwhile because the affinity resistance is definitely powerful, and I think that only one is, is a good number to do. And it doesn't give it to the whole team. It just gives it to him and one person. Yeah, and so I think it's not like you're in that danger zone. And also with Donna Troy receiving awareness it's probably going to be useful, a lot more useful than we think it will be right now. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot more to be said for this than I think we're going to give it credit for until we can test it. Right. His next uh, ability is called... Also, before we before we go any further, what affinity is he? Is he physical? Yes, he's physical. All right, his second ability is called Bear Hug. Damage to an enemy and 35% turn meter down. If the target is enraged, double the amount of turn meter down and gain three agility up. Legendary, gain 25% shield. That is a very good ability, in my opinion. Dang! I mean, Does it have the cooldown? Does it have the cooldown on that, or...? It does not. Ah, okay. But you that's still, 70% that's... turn meter down to an enraged enemy. Up to 70% turn meter is monster. That is... Wow. The only thing I don't like about it, and the cynic in me sees him playing well with Harley Quinn Mad Jester, and I'm just so tired of seeing her. Well, I think, I honestly, this is just my opinion, and I think it's actually more to disable Atrocitus. Yeah, and I agree. I mean, the Atrocitus teams, you see a ton of them, so we definitely need a few things to help with that. And gaining that 25% shield 
That's really nice as right, well. 25% is big, and three agility ups. Yeah. Nice. Like, you're just all around raising his defense. I, I like this. The next ability is called Belly Flop. Damage and apply 15% turn meter down to all enemies. Legendary apply buff immunity to two random enemies. Once again, another extremely good ability. 15%. That's an AoE. Yep. Turn meter down. I am in. Let's do this. Yeah, that is great. <laughs> He'll play well with other turn meter manipulation characters, which I really want to make characters like Kid Flash work, and I think a character like this could go a long ways in helping with that. Oh, definitely. And to be fair, I'm not even sure how fast Beast Boy is. Does it say how fast he is? Yeah, his speed is 86 plus 30. So, so 116? Is... Yep. Okay. Well, obviously we knew he was going to be f- slower than Kid Flash. Yeah. So... Yep. I think this actually plays in really nicely when you start thinking about because Kid Flash, if he double procs, is minus what, 30% meter total? Yep. It's 15 and 15 on his AoE. And then another 15 here. So, I mean, it's possible that Kid Flash goes, knocks everybody down 30% turn meter, and then Beast Boy will be up before anybody gets their turn. Yeah, that's... So, that could could be really good. That could be really good, yeah. And if the evasion meta slows down with other characters we talk about, you may not be facing Harley Quinn, which is really Kid Flash's only trouble that he's going to run into, is that he won't be able to hit her. Right. Um, the next ability is his passive regeneration. 70% chance to gain four mens if Beast Boy is under 30% health at the end of each enemy turn. Legendary also gain damage immunity. Which I really like that damage immunity, because if you get lassoed, that will help prevent that. Help him mm-hmm. prevent taking damage. And granted, he's a physical, but it doesn't matter, as we all know. That lasso still yeah. has enough damage that... Well, I mean, his gear set is a striker, I do believe, so he's not going to have a ton of survivability, aside from the agility and the shield and stuff that he gains from his own kit. So, I'm not sure I like the 30% gate, but it's a 70% chance that each enemy's turn to just get a bunch of men's. Yeah, and if... if and then possibly damage me. So, I mean... Girl, if you're not worried about Wonder Girl because of the next character we're going to talk about... Then that that could be huge, getting all those. Yeah, it could be really monstrous. Gives him synergy with all the men teams out there. So it's uh huh. There's he's got a lot. There's a lot of potential here. He's got a lot of. And then now the last ability, which Ogre and I are. I like how you didn't even try to pronounce the first part of his regeneration. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not gonna bother. The next ability, which me and Ogre both are super excited about because it's bringing a whole new concept to the game, is his Go Titans ability. 30% chance to use monkey business at the end of each teammate's turn, plus 25% chance if the teammate is a Titan, which we'll go into in just a moment. The legendary upgrade is also gain two agility up and 25% turn meter up if Beast Boy is overhealed at the end of each teammate's turn, which that is also 25% turn meter up. With over that, is that is huge. Huge. It's not a leadership, correct? It's just a second. Yeah, as far as I remember seeing, it was just a passive. Um, I mean, it would make no sense if Beast Boy had a leadership. My God. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but the biggest thing I take away from this is uh, team affiliations matter. Yeah, and that's we've always wanted, and I think you were just talking. We've about always it, wondered yeah. why they were there in the bio. I think it even came up if in the they didn't matter long go with yeah you know playing a justice league team you know everybody's been asking for this for so long and this is the very first step in that i mean that i'm really hopeful people like this because i'm really hopeful that it just keeps driving this direction with more and more characters 
Like, I really love this concept. Yeah, this is I really love this concept. Awesome. This is going to create all kinds of different synergies that didn't exist before. I'm hoping we see... And I think, I think the thing that actually makes me more happy about this one is that it checks for each ally. It's not just that you have another Titan. It's that each ally is a Titan. Yeah, that's That's awesome. the part that really just makes me want to... Oh my god, I love it. Which is also great for his monkey business. So, because he'll be proccing yeah. that. I mean, he'll be proccing that 55% of the time. 55%. So that's... that's a huge chance to proc a free basic attack of a physical striker. Yeah, so this this that's could be like, really awesome. <clears throat> it could be really bonkers. And Kid Flash, I'm assuming, would be classified as a Titan, correct? I, he is, yes. I actually went through, and because of this, when I saw this, I had to go through and identify the Titans. So I have that list if you would like to hear it. Yes, actually, I would like to hear it. All right, so first off, I wanted to identify the leaders among the Titans. We have three currently. It's Robin, Nightwing, and Cyborg. Okay, Those are our leaders. We also have nine other characters that are, well, eight minus Beast Boy. Um, Kid Flash, Starfire, Terra, Supergirl, both Wonder Girls, Blue Beetle, and Raven. All right, so I could just slot Wonder Girl in and go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is a really deep amount of Titans. And you know what the funny thing is? We still have other Titans that they haven't added. They might go full grill on the Titans. Maybe we'll get a third month of Titans. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Heart be stilled. I wouldn't mind seeing um, Arsenal eventually. They could classify yeah. as a Titan and then do with that. Arsenal Speedy? Month. Yeah, Arsenal Speedy. Well, do I mean, month. like, if you just name him Arsenal, but he is essentially Speedy from yeah. the comics, you know, I think that would be fine. Well, Ar- and, he, I, is he was, he was in, one that I, in the current. Yeah, he, he's the one that I want to see. You know, I mean, a lot of people liked the arrows a long time ago when the game first started, and they haven't really done anything with that since. Well, everybody was so sick of the arrows for a while that we needed a break, but now I think it's... Well, now, that, that's fair. Now, now <laughs> if the arrows came back, I actually wouldn't even be upset. So. Right. And then we have Aqualad. Oh, yeah. Could also be that. Yeah, and he could fit with the Aqua theme if they do Aquaman movie in December. I could see that. Right. That, plan. that, that seems like a good timing. Also, we have Bumblebee. Yeah, a lot of good. Who lot could of, be at it? Yeah, a lot of like we have a lot. Of, and I'm not. I'm just barely scratching the surface of additional titans. And that's not like, even just any of the, the big um, ones. The villains we could, if they want to. Oh God, there's so many villains. Yeah, Jinx. Uh, I don't know if they'd classify those as titans, though. For this, well, synergy. they probably wouldn't. But I wouldn't think that they wouldn't synergize. Yeah. In some way. Because I would you love know, to see I, if I they know. did a Justice League tag and then added it. Another cool thing they could do if they decided they wanted to add some type of new ability to characters, it could just be like something you defeat or to upgrade a character to gain access to these types of powers. Synergy yeah. powers or something. You know, just some other thing mm-hmm. without having to yeah. like, increase the level cap or something. You know, something right. you could do as a... So there's a lot of potential. Well, a, lot of, a lot of things you could do with this. Hey, hey, Mill, did you get that thing I sent you? Oh, what is this? It looks kind of like a lamp. Man. Yeah, go ahead and rub. A little dusty. Let me let me rub it off. I am Kage Urufu. So, Donna Troy. Donna mother-flippin' Troy. 
when I first heard her announce, I was like, ooh, another Amazon. I'm taking her to L5. But as soon as they revealed her looks, I was like, eh, not too hot on that. They could have done a better job with it. I mean, they had Giganta and Cassie. They could have done a better job. But besides that, her kit looks really interesting. She's our first turn zero mystic taunter. How cool is that? So I can stop relying on Power Girl. I can stop relying on Harley. Let's go, Donna. She's got some really interesting synergies to unlock her gates. I mean, she's got the whole, hey, you got some buffs. I'll take it. Protect you from Cassie over there. It's okay. Can grant you awareness. She has stuns and retaliations. So she's got obvious synergies with uh, Killer Frost, Wonder Woman Coda. You want to build a retaliation team, a stun team. She's a tank. So I'm really looking forward to seeing her in action. I'm taking her gear 11 day one. Just try her out. Beast Boy. It's obvious they went with the whole enrage counter thing with against Atrocitus. He's a little bit slower than Cassie, unfortunately. So he won't be able to counter her in that aspect. But we'll see what he can do. He's got turn meter down. Um, we'll see what goes on with him. I am not particularly interested in that, except for his Titan Synergy kit, or part of his kit. I look forward to seeing more mechanics like that down the road, where Team Synergy matters. Um, other than that, Nightwing and Raven look cool. Hopefully they're better rework than, say, Killer Frost and Hot Girl. Oh my god, shut the hell up! Alright, so now let's move on to the character I think most people are probably the most excited for. I know I am. And everybody knows the obvious reason because of the Wonder Girl meta that has been it is uh, exciting. has been rampant. What this character will do. So as you all have just heard, Kage was very excited for Donna Troy. So let's get into her. The first ability she has is her roundhouse kick. Does damage to an enemy, 20% chance to stun. And the legendary upgrade, 35% chance to use Roundhouse Kick again. So not a bad basic. And you, it can be used twice, and it has a chance to stun. So gives her a lot of synergies with a lot of different things. That's pretty awesome. Not going to lie. That's First off, having a chance to stun and a chance to proc twice. Yeah, I'd like, what? To, I'd like to use what? her actually with Shazam. I'm thinking right off the top of my head, Shazam and Killer Frost. Yeah. Now you no, like... Stuns. Maybe, like, maybe it might even fair? be safe to this use might Superman. This might make Rod worthwhile. Might make Rod worthwhile. Be safe to use Superman again. So a lot of potential there. Right. Also, just so that we don't cross over it, she is a Mystic, right? Correct. So she is a Mystic. And what What is her speed? Her speed is eighty nine plus thirty. Is it plus thirty? Or is it plus plus twenty three? Yeah, plus twenty three. I had the wrong thing copied and pasted to her. So it's plus twenty three, which means she's a tank gear set which is good this i like this is good yeah this means that she'll be survivable yeah, which my is biggest, important my biggest concern is the t- the standard harley quinn enrage face roll into harley quinn instant die so that's the biggest okay. problem with most mystics she should not do that <laughs> well she's also got some other abilities that might also prevent that as well so her second ability is her amazonian challenge gain taunt and apply one awareness and it says always so I don't know what exactly that means to the team. It's probably a chance earlier on in the ability. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So it's probably probably exactly like Constantine when he applies the taunt. 
early on in the thing, he only has like a 50% chance to gain the awareness, but then at the end, he has 100%. Gotcha. And then her legendary so is used like... Amazonian Challenge at the beginning of battle. Which <sighs> that's that's the, what sets her apart from all the other mystics, is that we finally have our turn one taunt mystic, which whenever turn I'm... Zero. Turn zero taunt, excuse me. And that uh, so many characters, I've always wanted to have that with a mystic because it just seems like we were we're that gap was missing, and now we have it. Well, that's exactly what was missing because we had Harley for physicals, we have Power Girl, we had Clayface for energy, we had no mystic. So this filling that role is on top of that, she protects your entire team with an awareness. Yeah, which that's amazing. The only other character that has that is Martian Manhunter, and he has to be a leader. He can't do it just innately. He has to be the leader. I didn't even think about this. stacking him with her. Uh huh. I hadn't even crossed my mind yet. It's gonna get gross. Yeah, and hence, I love it. Hence why I love it. <laughs> hence why Beast Boy, with his basic removing awareness, may actually be a lot more useful than we originally. Makes thought. a lot more sense now. Yeah. Her <laughs> third ability is her downward strikes damage to an enemy sixty percent chance to stun. Legendary upgrade, 30% chance to stun if all allies have 4 plus buffs. Which is pretty darn awesome because now that ability has a 90% chance to stun if your allies have 4 plus buffs. Normally, you'd be terrified to run that many buffs right now. But when we get into our next ability, we go into why it's not as scary when you have Donna. Honestly, really liking the design on her kit. I'm a little sad that it doesn't hit 100%, but it's not that big a deal. Yeah. And I think there's a reason for that later on in her kit that it's not a big deal. She's going to be doing this a lot more than people think, I think. Because it doesn't even matter what her cooldown is, for that matter. Her first passive, and what is the, one of the most exciting things about um, her kit, is each time an enemy damages an ally, Donna Troy gains 20% turn meter, her legendary upgrade 40% chance to counter with roundhouse kick when Donna Troy gets hit. So... That's pretty awesome. So that's going to speed her up and make her do kick. It makes her do kicks regularly, which and, has a chance to stun. And the other thing <laughs> I know people are worried about is that you don't want tanks getting turn meter because you don't want them to lose their taunt. But we asked a few questions about her kick because we were worried about Wonder Girl. And if I remember correctly, the Amazonian challenge is you can use you can pretty much use it. It's almost always up whenever you need it to be. So you don't need yeah. To worry and the reason for that is actually in her next passive. I Nick, think is what her last passive what is, related to. and that's the one we're most excited about. That's the this uh, is the coup de gras. This is the one that will make it so that Wonder Girl isn't quite as insane as she is now. At the end of each, not this Wonder Girl, the other Wonder Girl, the other Wonder Girl, yes, the one that's <laughs> making everyone the first crazy Wonder right Girl. <laughs> At the end of each ally's teammate's turn, if a teammate has six plus buffs, purge two buffs, apply 20% turn meter, and reduce cooldown by one on all abilities. The legendary also apply one awareness. So basically what's going to happen is, normally you play a match, you hit, you, so let's just use Power Girl as an example, since I know people are running her pretty regularly right now, because she's one of the safest tanks. So you run Power Girl, you cast her taunt, at the end of her turn, she's going to have, what, six, seven buffs at that point? Mm-hmm. Donna Troy is going to take two of those buffs, give her 20% turn meter, reduce the cooldown on her abilities, so now she'll be able to taunt again much quicker, and she'll and use her AoE. And use her AoE, and also give her an awareness. So now, you actually don't mind getting extra buffs. Now, you got to keep in mind that, say you play the match with Clayface and everybody has 10 buffs, Wonder Girl's still going to whip. But, so you're, gonna, you're not going to be able to... Comp- 
completely shut down having buffs, but you also don't want, I mean, that would be bad game design to make Wonder Girl completely worthless at that point. So I think this is a good balance in between. Where Right, and this also, here's something else to point out. If you use, like, Steppenwolf's uh, second ability, grant your team a bunch of buffs, and somebody on the opponent's team has an evasion and he doubles the amount of buffs, she only removes two at a time. Period. There's only two. So, if but you get over... On, the, on that character's turn, so you don't have to wait for Donna Troy's turn. It's on each character's turn, which is great. Right, but it still puts every other character, quote-unquote, in jeopardy, as right. it were. <clears throat> so, because the first Wonder Girl procs at the beginning of that character's turn, this Wonder Girl procs at the end of the character's turn. So if you cast a buff on the turn, you're usually safe, assuming you're not casting more than... You're not gaining more than eight buffs. But if you're gaining... If you're only gaining six buffs or seven buffs, you don't have to worry about one. Well, no, 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 no. Five is, or six is the magical number here. Six is the magical number because she removes two and then adds an awareness. Oh, that's true. I forgot about the awareness. So yeah, you don't want to. So six is the magical number. You can hit six now. You can safely hit six. You'll drop back to four and gain an awareness, putting you to five. Yeah, so that but the good magical thing is number. You, even if you do have, let's say you have ten buffs, you're going to gain an awareness. So you're not going to instant die to that whipping. This is true. So there's also I love the fact that it reduces the cooldown of all the abilities. That is insane. Yeah, that is insane. There's going to be some nutty. The only other character do. that even had that was World Grace Detective, and he could only do it on his turn. Well, and think about the the two of those together now. This is true. There's going to be things you're going to be able to put together. I know, I know Doom has already been theorizing like crazy <laughs> so in our chat. He's just going nuts, like, oh my god! Um, <laughs> Wonder all... Girl plus Batman is dumb! <laughs> and one thing I want to note for the community is I noticed um, I had a lot, a lot of people asking me, you know, where's my videos on Two-Face? I ended up doing it in reverse last month, where I did Riddler first, which was kind of stupid on my part, because the Paywall character doesn't come out until almost the 20th. And that was pretty much 20 days where I had nothing to do. So I decided even though Two-Face is a neat character, um, his 50% chance I'm not crazy about. He didn't do a whole heck of a lot for the current state of the meta. So I decided to bite the bullet because I had to bite the bullet on somebody. And I felt like he was the character to do it, even though I did take him to level 80 and maxed out everything. Um, I decided he's going to be my slow gear character. So I can gear the paywall character for the first 20 days, and then I'll just gear him for 10 days so I can gear out the characters immediately now the new characters and he'll probably buy me six or seven months as much as i don't want to have to do that he's in a lot of resources went into him to get him to level 80 unless there's some flop character that's released um for now he's going to be the character that i just slow gear so that way i can not worry about my whole um gear gating gear gate unless um wb finally fixes that for me later does something <laughs> about it but i'm not gonna hold my breath I'm not gonna i mean he's very small group of people, so I felt like this was the best solution because he's not that exciting of a character. So, uh, okay, he, he's not exciting, but he's fun. Yeah, he's a fun character, but I had to. I had, somebody had to bite the bullet. No, no, I, I get where you're coming from, and that's yeah. completely different. But I'm saying, from me as a fan, Two Face is exactly what I wanted from Two Face. Yeah, I mean, he's cool. I really want to gear him. I just. I have to pick somebody, and it seemed like it made. No, I, I I totally get you on that, and I totally get you. And I'm again, I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying for people who want to know about Two Face, the answer is we don't know, unfortunately. 
at high gear and high skills and everything else like what he is because nobody really took the time to do it. But when I've been playing with him at my moderate gear level of like four, uh, he's been a lot of fun. So he does look. I mean, he's got a neat kit, but I feel like fifty percent of the time his kit is really neat. Fifty percent of the time, I'm not that excited about it. So I was like, well, yeah. Well, actually, the thing about him that I've noticed, he's he's good, and becomes insane when he starts proccing. Right. <clears throat> so it's not like he's bad and gets good by proccing. So that's that's my two cents there on that. So rework it, girl. Rework it. Next up, a character both Ogre and I are very excited about. And I know some people, in especially in my alliance, haven't been thrilled with her. But I still think she brings a ton to the table. And I liked her a lot before the rework. But now I feel like she's significantly better. Is Raven. She got... There was not a ton of changes to her. But the changes that did happen were pretty interesting on her... The only thing I don't like is that on her basic, she used to do agility down, and now she does crit chance down. But No, it, I think she always was crit chance down. I swear it was agility. No, I know it was agility because I was running her with Riddler to stun people. Oh. That was um, the reason I picked okay. her. I don't remember. I could have swore maybe it was somewhere else in her kit then that it was crit chance down. She might have did both. It might have been an agility and crit chance. Oh, maybe, yeah. But now it's three crit chance down to an enemy. Legendary, if Raven is debuffed, plus 25% damage. If not buffed or debuffed, 50% chance Raven gains one awareness. Which, that's actually pretty pretty heavy gating. But I have actually had it happen to me a couple times now. Uh, it's a little bit heavy gating, but like the way you design teams is entirely based on what your characters do. So you can totally make that work. Yeah, and it, on a call assist team, I can see that being more useful than not. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, one like, thing I have noticed, too, on her second ability, which is Emphatic Peeling... Heavy overheal to an ally. Raven takes 5% 2 damage. Legendary purge 6 debuffs from an ally. Overheal increased plus 15% per debuff purged. So I thought that's pretty interesting. I've had a few people ask me if maybe it's bugged because the overheal seems kind of small in some of the videos that people have watched that I've posted so far. Um, I don't think it's meant to be really, really big until you're purging debuffs. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure. I haven't really played with it so the next part of that says raven acquires four random debuffs purged from target i'm not exactly sure what that means is she this is random debuffs i think maybe it's so instead of purging okay so she's basically reverse ivy where ivy would take the debuffs and put them on the opponent's team raven takes them and puts them on herself so that she can trigger the rest of her kit right okay so that's actually kind of cool yeah it's kind of neat i didn't quite understand that so that's really interesting and then her next ability, Daughter Trion, heavy special damage, apply four intellects down to the enemy. Legendary can't miss. Purge ten buffs if the target has an evasion up. So it's pretty much the same as it was before. I don't think that one changed at all. And um, you know what? I still think it's one of the best, if not the best, answer to Harley. Yeah, it's great. My only complaint is that because she's very slow, a lot of times you can't use this it is until true. the very last. Until this the very is true. End. However, However, my argument for that is... Eh. Well, I think with a lot of the speed up and speed down that we're going to see with some of the new characters, it might actually not matter. That's another thing, yeah. Like, there's going to be a lot of meter flying off, both away from your opponent and for you. So, I could totally see this being worthwhile. You got like Donna Troy, Raven, Kid Flash, and Beast Boy 
And all of a sudden, you're just like, ha-ha. The next one is Demon's Acumen. 31% chance to deal special damage to enemies that damage Raven. Legendary if Raven's debuffed. Same chance to deal damage if an ally is hit. Now, I don't believe that part was part of her kit, the ally being hit. She only countered for herself before. That's what I thought, because at first I thought this was a, a slight nerf to this ability, because it only silences enemies if she's debuffed. But being able to attack if an ally is hit, I've noticed when playing matches that she does it way more often because it seems like you're always debuffed. I mean, you're facing MJ Harley Quinn on 78% of every team you face and her mm -hmm. first move, she casts debuffs on the entire team. So you're pretty much good to go. Even if she doesn't that. enrage you. Yeah, because she's going to hit you with the intelligence downs. So that's, I find that quite useful. And her last ability, all I, enemies... I really gain... like the design of this kit so far. Like, this is... <laughs> yeah, I'm loving Raven. I, I, I was using her a ton recently, and now I'm going to be using her even more. Her last <laughs> ability, which is, you know, the, the main thing to her kit, and the biggest upgrade to it is the fact that it's now a passive and not a leadership. So she no longer has to be a leader. All so enemies, good! All enemies gain negative 45% crit chance. Legendary, all enemies gain negative 20% affinity power. Which, that's... The first of her con uh, first on an ability. Will you explain how that works, Ogre? Yeah, okay. So, affinity power is what determines when a physical hits a mystic, the physical deals extra damage based on their affinity power. That's where that comes from. That's the extra damage. Okay. And that's why affinity resistance is so strong because it's also, it's basically reverse of what we're seeing here. If, you know, Penguin has a bajillion affinity resistance ups, and an energy tries to hit him, it's going to do zero damage, right? Right. So, conversely, if a physical hits Raven, who is a mystic, it will do less damage than normal. So, does that do anything for if a mystic hits her or an energy character hits her? It's only for... No, it's just for the one that she's weak against. Okay. That's still... I, I if still that noticed makes sense. That. Harley Quinn did not do nearly as much damage to her as she normally does. It's a big deal. Don't do not undersell this. This is a huge, huge thing. There really is no affinity power down in this game. This is absolutely monstrous. Let me just explain again. If a character with the affinity that is strong swings, but has a reduced affinity power, the hit is not going to be as strong. I did notice, too, even when Wonder Girl whipped, my energy characters didn't get one-shotted like they normally do. So right. I know one of my alliance mates posted a picture where Raven, from a passive Wonder Girl hit, Raven was down to, like, 25% life, and Supergirl was down to 50% life. But And while that still is way too much, and she shouldn't be able to do that much damage on a passive ability on turn one, or before, before turn one starts, keep in mind that without Raven on the team, Supergirl probably would have just died. So, and on top of that, Raven, Raven also reduced the critical chance, and Supergirl reduced the critical damage, so, like, there's a lot of synergy there, and they're both titans! Yeah. So, I am so loving this right now. <laughs> I know, right? I am so loving the possibilities right now of having Supergirl's passive, or leadership being changed into a passive. Now Raven's leadership being changed into a passive, also getting upgraded from 30% to 45%, since we also got Gear 11 in the meantime and crit chances went up a bit. So that right there, in and of itself, if you have no buffs whatsoever and no extra chance, you cannot crit against Raven. Yeah, that's awesome. That's insane. 
All right, so let's talk about the legendary order for Raven. We definitely, I definitely think. Okay, three so should be, three. Should yeah, be three is three is hands down. I think her best ability, and then after that, I think five is is really really powerful. Yeah, and I, I think I, those two are probably the the baseline. This is where you want to start. Yeah, I definitely agree. Three, then five. And if you don't have anything else, I don't think it's mandatory. No, I, I think she's totally fine at L2, but I think she is L5 worthy. So what do you think about her one? I, I think it might be too gated to go next. I'm kind of leaning towards <laughs> Yeah, four. you know, I, I like one. I really do, because I love awareness. And especially when you can get a chance to gain awareness, like it's really good. It's just those gates are just going to be impossible. Yeah, not because she wants to be debuffed. Yeah, she wants to be debuffed though. In order to activate the rest of her kit, she wants to be debuffed. So, like, I almost want to say no on that and make that last. Yeah, I almost think I would go. I, I think four should be next because if you want her to count, her counterattack's halfway decent, and if you want her to counter, like her counterattack's part of the reason you take her. She's it's pretty powerful. Yeah, because doing special damage, so, and if an ally's hit, and you're almost definitely gonna be debuffed. I mean, I, it's very rare that you're not. You can make you can make a counterattack team with her on it, which would be kind of fun too. So that gives me some other team comp ideas. Keep yeah, I make, think I think four would be a good third third we, upgrade. We could try to make Killer or Captain Cold work again, and then be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know because now people aren't critting. Yeah, I mean, if anybody could do it, Raven would have on the likelihood. Then I guess yeah. So if we take one last, I'd take two next because then she can acquire the debuffs. Kind of weird that you yeah. want to debuff. So her, but... three, five, four, two, one. Yep, I think three, I think I completely agree on that. And this is obviously our early speculations. It may change. Rework it, girl. Rework it. And next up is Nightwing, which he didn't. He's another one didn't get a ton of changes, but I don't think he needed a whole heck of a lot. I do like his changes a lot. I don't think in this current meta. Once again, he's buff reliance, so he's a little bit, a little bit of a liability, but that could change greatly as Donna Troy enters the scene. And actually, I think he'd be good with her because he'll gain buffs on his turn, not team wide. So he would just gain constant turn meter up, which could be quite useful, actually. And he's already pretty quick, isn't he? Yeah, he's a faster character. I actually didn't save his speed, but he does tend to go early. He's in the, like, 119 range, I think. I ran a few matches. My only problem with him is he doesn't do a lot of damage for a physical, but he does a double call assist. So depending on who you have on your team, it could be quite good. I had, had a, ran a couple matches where I did him as lead. I ran Hydrogen Deadshot, Power Girl, and Raven. And that team seemed to work mm-hmm. pretty well. I mean, I could take on the atrocious Wonder Girl teams with that and survive. That, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, so it's a pretty good team. There's, I'm sure there's a whole lot of other interesting comps. I ran, I'd like, I do like his his leader is pretty interesting, but I think with the changes he could actually work as outside a leader because before outside a leader, I really didn't find him to be useful. Um, but let's get into his abilities. His basic is tumbling combo, damage to an energy, and en- sorry, damage to an enemy, 50% chance to apply invisibility to each teammate, legendary gain two evasion ups. I don't think that one changed at all. To each teammate. Well, I guess that maybe maybe that is each teammate because yeah. it used to be one at random. I I, I think maybe that's because I don't I don't when I when I've been testing him I didn't see 
or invisibility flying all over the place. I want to watch that because that could be significant if that's the case. That's that's uh, yeah, that's interesting. I'm gonna have to test that further. Um, and second ability is Electrified Escrima. Special damage to all enemies. Gain six agility up. Legendary apply eight agility downs to one random enemy. Okay, so that I don't think that changed at all. That hasn't changed at all. And it, the special Unless damage it is, used to be regular damage, but I don't. No, it was special before. Don't remember. It's always been very it was special. Low before, yeah, like yeah, that didn't really change. Okay. His third ability, which also did not change, heavy damage. And call assist to an enemy. 70% chance to call a second assist. Legendary apply two evasion ups to assisting teammates. Very good ability. Didn't change at all. Didn't change at all. <laughs> it's his, you know, his key ability. Still the reason you bring him. Exactly. Yeah, it's if you they get that double assist if you're playing an assist style comp. Very useful character. The third, His passive, this one's the one that did change a little bit. Nightwing has an 85% Increased defense while he has an evasion up, which I think he had that before, correct? Or was it bumped up I some? I think he was required to be invisible. Right. Before, and I think it was defense and resistance, and I think it was much less. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was 50% or 30%. Or, actually, I think it was 40% now that I'm thinking back. Could be wrong, but I know this one's changed a little bit. His legendary start the battle with two evasions up and one awareness. That is huge. And that's really a yeah, key that's change. that's really big. Because now, now he, something else I want to point out is that and a lot of people aren't gonna know what defense is. It's actually a stat you gain from your gear and, and it just reduces the amount of physical damage you take, just so people are aware. Which against a lot of these I mean there's so many characters that do special damage now, that's not gonna help you, but against some of the scariest characters well i mean the problematic characters are all physical for the most part exactly so so very good ability he'll stay alive he doesn't do real high damage but he brings a lot of other things to the team his leadership hasn't changed at all from what i can tell 30 percent chance to use tumbling combo on a random enemy after a team member's term if any team member is invisible legendary equal chance to gain 25 percent turn meter up so that if you can get that thing procking, it procs all the time. And to be fair, that didn't change at all. No, that didn't change at all. Which that was yeah. useful before, but I think starting with the evasion and the awareness is the big change to him, and that's what really makes him a much more usable character. So I think there's some interesting comps you can do with him. Unfortunately, <laughs> those interesting comps are going to be, I think, with some Batgirl team potential and so but you could always run him with um there's a lot of characters that i think work well with him high gun deadshot obviously you can always run on a team with him because he starts invisible mirror master would be a good one batman cape crusader is a really good one robin works well with him so and then of course clayface well something to point out there robin's a titan exactly <clears throat> and so is nightwing I'm so sure. and nightwing is also a titan yes but the thing i wanted to point out there is that they both well, Robin cares how many invisibilities are out there right. when he gets his buff. So if Nightwing does, in fact, grant the entire team invisibility, that is huge for Robin when he proxies his buff. And I can see he that actually getting a disgusting. monster amount. That could actually get a little dis- this. He could actually get a little disgusting with Clayface if Wonder Girl wasn't a thing. So <laughs> that's exactly yeah. There's there's some there's some good synergies there that if they can get that under control, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Nightwing. I don't think his legendary order changes a whole lot, but looking at his four being so giving him those two evasion up and awareness, I almost think that's hands down have to be first now. 
Yeah, that's that's pretty dang good. Because that unlocks his kit. That allows him to have the extra defense. And then if you're using him as leader, he'll already have some evasion up. And then having one awareness, he won't take, you know, a Larfleeze to the base or... <laughs> you know, or power. Yeah, no, or no insta dead. We like no insta dead. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I think I, I would recommend that one, and then his basic probably would be next in my mind. His basic is pretty good. Gaining, gaining evasion is good. Yeah, gaining two evasion ups, especially if you're although, if you although him as leader. If you use him as leader, absolutely hands down, his basic has to be in there in the mix because it is used constantly by his leadership or uh, call assist type any team that utilizes call assist yeah like if he's your only call assister don't bother per se i almost would take the the three over one in that case yeah i think there's a good argument to be made between one or three um the three is pretty good yeah, to and apply it... two evasion down to assisting teammates if you don't ever plan to use him as leader and you don't want to run him on a call assist team three should go first yeah if his job is to call assists for you and that's all you care about then the evasions are nice because they'll help give a little bit of longevity to your characters. So, but absolutely, if you're going to use them as a leader, you want one in, I forget what five does, turn meter up, right? Yeah, it gives you an equal chance to gain. Yeah, one in five, if you're going to use them as leader, you're going to go four, one, five, and then three as your fourth ability. Whereas if you're not going to use them as leader, you're probably going to take four, three, one. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. So and hands down, two is two is absolutely garbage. <laughs> and it's not because the skill is garbage; it's because you can't really control it. Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna actually include this on here: leader build, non-leader build, and then we'll do four, three, one, two, five. I don't think his two is useful really at all because that doesn't do a lot of damage. It used to give him invisibility when you cast it. That was the reason you would cast it. Yeah. But now I don't think there's ever a reason to cast it. Well, even shielded it downs when there's like one enemy left that's like a bane or something. That's, yeah, that, and that's then he a does gain six agility up. I guess that's useful. Also, if you're using Riddler. Yeah, if you're using Riddler, especially if there's only two people left and you want to stun one of them and you don't really care which one. Um, I don't like that it's random. I wish you could pick the enemy, but because it's an AoE. You know what? You know what? Again, with Riddler, if you're using Riddler, then it's actually a pretty good upgrade. So Yeah. I would still recommend to be last for no matter who. Well, <laughs> the other ones are just so much more powerful. Yeah. Like, hands down. They're just, you can't argue their power level. They're, they're just really good. The, so. He's definitely a character. I think L3 is a sweet spot. You really don't need to go higher than that. You can if you want to. but. Well, I mean, if it's one of those characters. If you're going to use him a lot and you're going to use him as lead or non-lead, then sure, take him higher to L4, but you're right. Depending on which build you go with, if you're constantly using him as a leader, use the leader build. If you're constantly using him as a teammate, use the teammate build. But I can totally get behind the idea of going to L4 so you can just constantly use him. Yeah, I agree. Now, with Raven, I would say she is an L5 candidate all the way around. Oh, absolutely. Nightwing. She's worthy L4. of L5. L4, you really don't want to go higher unless you just want to go L5 with everybody. Yeah. No, I mean, Raven is an L5 worthy character. Definitely, especially like the way her kit just entirely synergizes with itself. It's just all around everything on it is good. So, um, but again, L2 on her is probably more than enough to, to get you going. Next up, we just wanted to touch on the gem alien blitz. Have you played that all today, Ogre? 
Yeah, not no. Well, I played last night, but yeah. I've been having a blast with that because very I've been you know, very different teams. You're seeing a lot of Mirror Master. Granted, you still see a lot of Power Girls. Mirror Master's not over. not Mirror Master. Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter. Excuse me. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> and um, I know. So it's been I, I've been having a good time with it just because I've been using some weird characters tomorrow. You I'm, know, I'm gonna you know the funny thing is I've been having a huge amount of trouble with two characters I normally have zero trouble with, and that's Superman and Arcus. They are a bit of a pain in this because you can't whip them down quick because you don't have any mystic characters that do a lot of damage. The only character is White Lantern Sinestro, and he doesn't do a ton of damage. So, yeah, he's not. He doesn't purge their buffs. <laughs> like that's the problem I'm having is that they just have so many death immunities, and like I can't kill you. You're killing my team. Stop it. Well, you need Martian Manhunter to purge buffs, and I can't remember who the other. Oh, Lark Fleece. So yeah, and I don't have either of those characters at usable level yet. So the team I've been rocking is Atrocitus, uh, Lobo, Bizarro, and uh, either White Lantern, Sinestro, or Doomsday. Like, my team running, sucks. I was either running guys. White Lantern, Sinestro, Power Girl, Larflees, and I was kind of make. Oh, I was doing Hawk Girl for a while there because I thought it was fun just to use somebody different. And then later when I was doing my tryhard team, I was doing Martian Manhunter lead, Larflees, Power Girl, and who was the fourth I was doing? Oh, Supergirl. Because I was wanting to get the alliance points. Um, tomorrow, I think I'm gonna mess around. I'm gonna take the Superboy to L5 and mess around with him because I could see him being really annoying in this. Actually. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I still think Superboy is highly underrated for what he does. You know, I'm I'm gonna mess with him a little bit tomorrow, and if I can get him to work in these in this environment, I'm like, gonna take him in the regular game. And like mess with the more. chance to stun for two turns is not even seen on any character no. except for him. I just wish his basic animation was faster. That's the part I hate using about him. Yeah, more. his animation is a little bit slow. I just feel like I'm waiting forever, and it procs twice frequently, which is good, but... Um, and it has a chance to stun. Like, it's, it's a good move. It's just, it's so slow, and the damage is very little. Yeah. But you have to have that little damage to balance out the rest of his kit. But then Because he also gains true sight constantly. But then there are characters that can give you strength up while purging a bunch of buffs. And then attack and remove buffs outside of their turn. So you would think he'd get a little bit extra. You would, but... And have maybe a miss on his basic, too. <laughs> yeah. You would think that, but, you know, it was a different time then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, um, the other thing that we wanted to discuss is next month, probably around this time, we're going to have our one-year mega anniversary episode. Hooray! <laughs> So it won't be the next episode, it'll be the episode after that, but we've been reaching out to a ton of people, We're gonna, it's going to be, for those of you that like short episodes, this will not be the episode for you. I'm debating if <laughs> to break it up over several days, or how I want to do the upload, because that could get brutal. We're going to do a ton of interviews, if you have anything special you want to see, hit us up and let us know, but we're going to have a ton of stuff, we're going to definitely include some kind of live stream event as soon as I figure out how, which I have one month to figure that out, but it will be included in that. So if you're not able to attend during the live stream, we'll have it, you know, live video correspond with the, the episode as well. So ton of things planned. I'm going to go all out, probably take a day off work to work on it to give you an idea. So that's, Aww, yeah. so that's coming. Everyone that, uh, has, all our big guests will probably try to at least do uh, a brief, thing and if you want to send a congratulations voice memo to me you know i might include it in the show because you know we're those kind of people we like hearing congratulations about ourselves 
Or if you want to make fun of Kage and send me a video on that too, I'll include it in the show. I say we have to inflate our egos and be arrogant. Exactly. So if you want to talk trash about us, maybe we'll include that in there too. I have been creating, by the way, um, and I've saved it for this one-year episode. I'll go ahead and tell you guys about that, but I have been creating a bloopers episode for a long time now. So I have a lot of bloopers material that is going to be included in this. So that'd be fun. I'm looking forward to hearing that one. Because I know some of the stupid stuff I've said. (laughs) (laughs) And for those of you, because one of our most requested repeat guests that haven't been on yet is Prim, and I have a lot of blooper material from him, actually. So you'll you'll get a kick out of that. (laughs) And then um, the other thing we're going to be doing is patron rewards. We're going to be changing those up, and I got a bunch of ideas for them, but I want to finish hammering them out with Ogre and Kage. And then we will... uh, We'll be announcing those on that one-year anniversary episode as well. And lastly, the website that we discussed on... Was it the last episode? I think it was. Whatever the last episode was. Um, I have added the Legendary Orders Guide to it. So that will that is on the website now. I'll be including links to this show. This will probably get uploaded on Sunday, which is tomorrow. So if you're listening to this, it's probably Sunday or Monday. And so that should be in the links. And then I'll also have quite a bit of video of... If you're watching the YouTube video or you just want to check back to it, we'll have a bunch of video on Raven and Nightwing. I think that's everything. Did you have anything else you'd like to add, Ogre? Oh, it feels good to be doing this again. <laughs> yeah. So we definitely will try to have Ogre on more frequently. Unfortunately, between his work schedule, me being extra busy at work, and just the timing of the podcast. But we think we might have worked out a plan where we can do the show more frequently. Oh, one other thing I wanted to mention is we appreciate everyone's feedback that we got on the that I've posted on a couple places. If any of the patrons have any feedback, your voice matters the most since you're the one sending us money. So if you haven't <laughs> given me any feedback on Reddit or the in-game forums or the other forums, please send us either an email or post a message on the Patreon page because we are going to be making some pretty big changes to the show. Probably announce after the one-year episode. We're kind of working out some different ideas we've been running by each other. But we... We're not going to change it tremendously, but there's a bunch of little things we're going to add, and we're going to take a lot of your feedback definitely into mind. So thanks, everyone, for that. All right. Well, I guess we'll call it an evening, and we will see you all next time. Yep. Sounds good. Did you like the show? Consider becoming a patron. Go to patreon.com slash legends for more information. Thanks for listening. <laughs> You're not going to say anything? Hey guys, this is Ogre Barbarian. Thanks for listening to this episode of We Are Legends. Be sure to tune in next episode of the Osman Broadcast coming next week.